2: Well, welcome to Bill Martinez. Uh, We're asking questions like you're asking questions. And this is one that we hear repeatedly from our viewers and our listeners, our viewers from this uh, daily television show that airs every day, Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern and our radio show, 9 to noon Eastern. And uh, the question is, pro-life pregnancy centers are under attack by pro-abortion vandals. Where is the Justice Department? Right. Right. Number one question, and uh, hopefully we're going to get some answers here. Susan Swift is with us, pro-life attorney with Pro-Life Legal. Uh, she's going to take us inside a pregnancy center that pro-abortion vandals attacked. Since the Dobbs decision by SCOTUS, the Supreme Court, they returned the issue of abortion to individual states. Activists have resorted to violence and criminality to force their choice upon Americans who choose life. She says California, by the way, is abortion apocalypse central and explains how it got there and what we as pro-life citizens can, can do about it right now. Susan, welcome to the show. Good to have you with us.
3: Thanks so much for having me back,
2: Bill. It's really a pleasure to be with you. Well, always great to have you with us, Susan. So uh, what's going on? You know, where is the Justice Department, whether these activists are, you know, storming the homes of children? Uh, of justices on the Supreme Court, or uh, going to their children's schools—I mean, this is this is beyond the pale. And meanwhile, the Justice Department is just sitting there, letting it happen. Merrick Garland comes off with weak excuses. Uh, and cover for this kind of behavior. And it's a wonder that uh, nothing worse has happened, although it got pretty close where you had somebody traveling across the country and ending up at uh, Brett Kavanaugh's house with zip ties and a gun, right? That's right.
3: We are living in a pro-abortion tyranny. That's what's happening. The FBI is investigating pro-life fathers and mothers. Uh, I think it was Mark Hauck. They actually went to his home, where he has his his wife and seven children at right. gunpoint to arrest him simply because he was praying outside right. uh, a pro life center. So well, we
2: he was attacked. Days. He was attacked by abortionists, right? I mean, actually, his son was attacked, yes. and he stood up to protect his son. And. Yes.
3: Wait a minute. And I mean, then there... the FBI came after yeah. him to investigate him, and and we're seeing. Look at, at the, we also know from uh, recently disclosed documents that the FBI is not just targeting maybe one church. No, they're ta- they're targeting cat- religious Catholic organization. I think it's SSPX. They're right. for people who go to traditional Latin mass. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden now, this is a, a religious uh, persecution that's going on for primarily pro life individuals who are seeking to worship and seeking to profess their faith outside of, uh, you know, on the sidewalk, first amendment freedom. That's what we should be enjoying. And yet we're not because our FBI, our DOJ is weaponized against the American people, especially those who speak about pro-life issues and against abortion.
2: Exactly. And Susan, as you say, this is a clear attack on our first amendment, right? And we, the people need to understand that, that we do have, These inalienable rights. And we have got to speak loud and proud against uh, the weaponization of our government. Otherwise, you know, this is the beginning of yet even worse things to come, no doubt.
3: Absolutely. I mean, if you can tyrannize one group of people for what they believe and silence them, cancel Mm -hmm. them, and then demonize them and prosecute them and throw them in jail, how are we any different from, you know, say, uh, you know, 1935 uh, Germany? Because it, exactly. that's exactly what happened is the, you know, Hitler went after the Jews and tried mm-hmm. to blame them for all of his his problems and demonized and, and and ended up with a tyrannical government that led to World War II. I mean, this and, and we're seeing this from our own government that we are, are our DOJ and yes, our sir. FBI are persecuting pro-life individuals. And that's also happening out here in California. I will remind you that California is the epicenter. It is ground zero for the abortion apocalypse. Abortion got started here in 1967 when when Governor Ronald Reagan signed the Beelenson bill, which was the first therapeutic abortion bill. And Mm -hmm. from that time, the evil of abortion on demand, 24/7, without excuses, has now spread across the nation. You see it replicated in, in Michigan and Vermont and all of these different states that are now enacting what we've just enacted in California, Proposition 1, which is reproductive freedom, whatever that means. It's this broad um, drive a truck through. It's very, very vague. And what, what local cities are doing, like Los Angeles City, they've recently passed an ordinance. This is back in November 2022, targeting pregnancy centers for fraud, for misinformation, just like we've seen, uh, I believe it was Senator um, uh, you know, she pretends to be an Indian. Uh, Senator Warren. Oh, Warren. Right. She, yeah. <laughs> to be an- You know, she's got high cheekbones. So yeah, she- right,
2: exactly. Well, that'll do it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: um, so she she's the one that came out and said we have to we have to get rid of these pro life centers. She's right. literally urging people to shut down and attack these these pro life centers and 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 pregnancy cl- you know, pregnancy centers and pro life clinics mm-hmm. because they shouldn't be allowed to speak. And Los Angeles count, Los Angeles City has already got an ordinance that's targeting at least five of these pregnancy centers saying, well, you might be guilty of misinformation. We are going to fine you up to $25,000 yes. for, for misinformation, whatever that means. See, we're, we're weaponizing new terms, these, these vague terms. And we're going after uh, pro-life people who have legitimate businesses. They are licensed medical pro-life clinics and mm-hmm. they are also licensed pregnancy centers meaning they are they have submitted their documents to the state of California they're operating a business just like anybody else exactly. and th- and now our state is going after them with all kinds of different legislations trying to silence them and that is why I founded pro-life legal professional corporation because well, so-
2: Yeah. Susan, like you said, I mean, this is the model because what happens in California doesn't stay in California. They become the poster child and it spreads across the country. And when you really break this model down, it's the same thing that they did with the tea parties during the Obama administration. They first called it out. And then they uh, interrupted their their flow of business. And, you know, it's so it's so ironic because you hear the Democratic Party talk about suppression of vote, like as if they own that ground and they are the greater suppressors of voting. Of any of the parties that I'm aware of. And that was clear with what they did, as I said, as an example with the Tea Parties. I maintain that they have affected probably, you're probably looking now in total anywhere from 10 to 12 voting cycles because they would not give tax exemption to the Tea Parties. They would not allow them to organize, they would not allow them to open up bank accounts. And so they're using this same strategy. For everything that is against climate, everything that is about life, anything that doesn't coincide with their, uh, with their agenda, right?
3: Well yes and and I will just make the point that there that that the pro life issue is not exclusively um, a republican or a democrat thing. There are mm-hmm. democrats for life and they do a good job too. So it, it this issue crosses political barriers and I'm very very troubled that that our government is targeting pro life people like Mark Houck and and yeah. pro life centers and things like this whether they're democrats or republicans because again there they are there are good people on both sides of the aisle who want to protect the unborn and a, and yeah. a lot of the places are look just so you know pro life medical clinics and pregnancy centers outnumber abortion mills That's true in California and it's true nationwide. There are more of us than there are of them, the the people who are trying to abort these babies and profit from it. So what what can we do to help these pro-life clinics stay open and make sure that they can come alongside women and say, you don't have to kill your baby. There's no reason. We'll give you resources. We'll give you help. We'll give you counseling. What can we do as regular Americans? We need to defend these pro-life clinics and centers from attack. And the easiest way to do that is to go to ProLifeLegal.com because I formed a a law firm to protect Mm -hmm. and help these clinics stay compliant, stay up to date with all of the laws so they can keep their doors open. They are the boots on the ground. That's exactly. how we minister to women. That's how we, we, we tell them, please don't kill your baby. We'll help you. We'll give you f- referrals to adoption. We'll give you uh, diapers, anything you need. And, and most of all, these clinics and centers give women hope that it exactly. counters the lie right. of the pro-abortion that says, oh, your life is over. The baby you know, is, is going to change no. your life in a bad way or you're going to die. Th- that's just simply not true. And, and this mm-hmm. is fundamentally a First Amendment issue. And we as Americans... We can't keep sitting back and doing nothing and waiting for our government, waiting for the DOJ to do something. DOJ is not going to do anything. is exactly not going to do anything. It's time yeah. for us to mobilize and to act to save these pregnancy clinics and these pregnancy centers. You
2: know, without a doubt, we're talking with Susan Swift, pro-life attorney with pro-life legal. Susan, as you say, um, the, the sounds of, of the women, which ignited, this organic movement for life. After 49 years of horrific experience, counting uh, the chemical abortions that have took place, over 100 million babies in America alone have been murdered and aborted. And the women who have experienced this have been telling their stories. This is why this movement generated such inertia and caused the Supreme Court to deal with this once and for all and to uh, and and to pass uh, the Dobbs decision, you know that it would go back to the states. But that's the that's only the beginning of the battle. To your to your call is that we have to stand up. We have to come together, shoulder to shoulder, back to back, demonstrate some courage, and understand that the. The, the success stories that you hear from these women that, uh, you know, we're not hearing on the mainstream media. And I would say even fathers today, Susan, they're realizing, oh, my God, I cannot believe what I did by believing the government. Because even when you go back to Ronald Reagan's term, he, he bought into the lie. It was supposed yes. to be very rare and very safe. And since then, it's become nothing but that, has it?
3: Exactly. Because now it, it, that used to be that this is the incrementalism that the pro-aborts want to keep pushing, which is safe, legal and rare way back in the day in the yeah. 70s. Right. Well, it, it first of all, it's not safe. We know mm. that women die from um, aspiration abortion and from chemical abortion as well. The, you know, the chemical abortion is the abortion pill. That's the two. Yes. The, the two pills, Mifepristone and Mifeprostol. And that can kill women as well. Just go on the FDA. You can look it up. It, the, the data is there. So the-, the And, and
2: hang on just safe. a second, Susan, for just a minute. Uh, expand a little bit because I want to make sure the audience understands with these chemical abortions. We're yeah. We're giving pills to young girls, young women- who find themselves pregnant. And it sounds so basic because the propaganda, the narrative, again, the false narrative that's being told them told to them, oh, it's like taking Tylenol. Right. And then when they get home, they end up aborting their baby. And there's their baby horrifically
3: lying in in the toilet. Yeah. That this is what's happening because the again the Biden administration has loosened all of the the RAMs. Those are the risk evaluation mitigation strategy strategies that the FDA had placed on um, the, the R, RU 486. That's mm-hmm. another term for mifepristone. It, right. it's, it's the drug protocol. It's the two. It's two drugs that you take for this chemical abortion. It's mifepristone, which starves the baby to death. Um, it interrupts the natural hormone progesterone, which is what maintains a pregnancy. It begins, you know, at, at conception and it continues and maintains the pregnancy all the way through till delivery. That's what progesterone does. Right. Well, mifeprostol stops that so that the baby starves to death. Sometimes it doesn't quite starve all the way. And then what happens? You take How the pill two days later, which is mifeprostol. And that in- induces very strong uterine contractions. So it puts the woman in labor. And then she will deliver a dead or dying baby. Yes, there have been cases where the baby is still alive and she's probably alone at home and she's on her toilet and she delivers into the toilet. That that is that is the state of, you know, the 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 chemical abortion today. The the pills can be shipped through the mail. Uh, He Mm. the Biden administration even uh, authorized uh, pharmacies to be able to you can just go drive through Rite Aid, CVS, you know, Just like you're ordering
2: order. it, like you're ordering a hamburger and a, and a milkshake, right?
3: Yeah. All you have Great. to do is, uh, they, they, I think they'd like to make it over the, ca- you know, over the counter. You just go in. Right now, you still have to get a prescription, but the way that they do that is telehealth medicine. So mm-hmm. uh, a, a woman, a girl can get on telehealth medicine. She can estimate her own self. Well, I think um, uh, I'm about four weeks or eight weeks or 10 weeks a- along. She doesn't have to be accurate. And gone are the requirements that she at least appear to a clinic and get an ultrasound to properly Date the pregnancy because here's why it matters. If you're more than 12 weeks, I believe 12 weeks along, the the, the chemical abortion procedure is more dangerous. Yes. And, and that's why it's recommended for, you know, I think it's 10 weeks or under 12 weeks or under and past that, that, that it's counterindicated. You're supposed to be getting a, you know, a surgical abortion because exactly. that's safer again. But you see these, these abortion mills aren't doing that. What they'll do mm-hmm. is they'll just on, on telehealth medicine, do a, you know, a 30 second, you know, chat, whatever, it is, a very, very small, they're not requiring women to come in and get an ultrasound dating to confirm how far along mm-hmm. she is. They prescribe the chemical abortion, which is the most most popular uh, form of abortion today. This is according to a 2020 uh, uh, Gutmacher Institute mm-hmm. survey. It right. is, I think it was 56%. So we're at the majority of, of all abortions today are chemical abortions. And they prescribe the medication. The girl can drive through Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, pick it up, take the pill at home to start starving the baby. Two days later, take the, the uterine contraction pill, Mifepristol, and then deliver into the toilet or in her bed in a big bloody mess. And she's scared. Nobody tells her that. They tell her the lie like you just said. Oh, it's just like taking a Tylenol, which is no. just not true. They go through they go through labor. They go yes. through labor right there to deliver a baby, and and maybe on the floor of their bathroom, and they're alone, and nobody's there with them, and that that's the state of abortion in America, and and this is why it's so important that these pro-life clinics and pro-life mm-hmm. pregnancy centers are kept alive and functioning, so that these women can find alternatives, so that they can go and say, well, I I'm a little bit concerned about you know abortion, what what can do I have any options? Mm-hmm. Yes, of course you do, and exactly. that's why we again pro-life medical clinics 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 and pro-life centers outnumber these abortion mills, but they don't get a lot of press. And they certainly don't get any money from the government like all of the abortion mills do. God,
2: God, God forbid that they'd get any kind of support. And the things you're talking about, you know, for our audience and our viewers to understand this isn't some sort of theory with these no. uh, pro-life centers. They have been networking and operating for decades, and the success stories abound. I mean, it is amazing. I mean, here in Florida, where I live, uh, we support a couple of centers, and it is so rewarding, Susan, to hear and to see these little babies that you know not that earlier. Months before the mother was getting ready to abort, she changed her mind and got the support. Like you said, the essentials, whether it's diapers, counseling, uh, you know, just to have somebody that they can talk to to get them through this situation. And uh, boy, I'll tell you, you know, there's just something about life, how it renews us and and enlarges us, isn't it? I mean, it's a total miracle.
3: It is life is a miracle, and, and 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 children are a blessing. I have seven children of my own, so mm. I figured out where they came from. And yes, <laughs> I one at a time with my husband. So I'm a little yeah. old school that way. But yes. um, but but really, they're they're a blessing. And what happens is they magnify your life. And yes, yeah. you can do uh, you can do you can go to college. You can go to graduate school. You can go to law school. You can you can do this. It mm. it just means you you juggle your life a little bit differently. Exactly. And They are a blessing. And get guess what? Then when you get a little older, you have a natural family that wants to support you when you know you're getting into your 70s or 80s guess what you're going to have children and grandchildren and that's a natural support system but you see that's that they don't want that the, the abortion mills want women to be afraid they want to tell them oh you know it's dangerous uh you're going to have to change your life you're never going to have a career you're never going to have the the mm. life that you wanted it's just inconvenient for you and you've got to remember now ni- about 98 of all of the abortions that we're talking about are for convenience we're not not talking about rape, incest, or the life of the mother, because mm-hmm. that's less than two, that's two percent or less if you take yes, them all right. together. The so y- there's no point in talking about those, those very, very small categories. That's what they the the the, the pro-aborts always want to do. They want to direct back to that. They want to give you a horror story of a girl who's raped at 13, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, uh, because they want you to avoid uh shutting down the 98% of abortions that are purely for convenience. They're not for the life Mm -hmm. of the mother and they have nothing to do with rape or incest. So you have to remember what we're talking about here. And and really this does boil down to a legal issue, the First Mm. Amendment and the right to profess your faith, that you believe that life begins uh, f- and, and that comes from God, or that you believe that simply human life starts at conception according exactly. to science. I mm-hmm. mean, we don't even have to debate when does the soul enter the body. We don't even have to get into that debate at all. How about we just follow the science as as Dr. Anthony. As, as
2: we were told to do for, right. Right. for two and a half it. years, right? Yeah, exactly. uh, we've got That's to go to right. quick break. Yeah. We'll pick it up from there. We've got more from Susan Swift after this. Stay with us
0: this radio commercial was made to convince you to stop speeding we can't use siren sound effects on the radio so we'll use other equally jarring sound effects to get your attention like telling you that whether you drive a little over the speed limit or a lot you can crash just the same You could hurt yourself, or worse, others. I'm at the scene of the collision. And the damage you cause will be beyond repair. See? We didn't have to use crash or siren sounds after all. Speeding catches
3: up with you. Brought to you by NHTSA. Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free.
0: 800 247 1498. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances. Heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-559-7562 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-254-1421. 800-254-1421. 254 1421
2: We're back with you. Good to have you with us. This is Bill Martinez and Susan Swift continues with us. She's a pro-life attorney with pro-life legal Uh, Susan at the end of uh, the Supreme court session, I believe was the end of April. uh, There was some controversy over Mifepristone and uh, there was a lower court decision banning or limiting the FDA approved use of the abortion pill And the way I kind of read this, it kind of reminded me of the wisdom of Solomon, where he had two women arguing over a child. Uh, One had died in the middle of the night, and Solomon, in his wisdom, came and uh, was going to use a sword to cut the baby in half in order to satisfy both women. And this decision, I kind of looked at it a little bit like that, if I might say, because there was wisdom that took place, because... the the pro-lifers could have really stood on this and and the pressure, although the pressure was there. But what happened, pro-lifers said, you cannot eliminate, if you're going to be doing chemical abortions, you cannot eliminate one of the pills. They work in tandem with one another. If you just use one and not the other, you're putting the woman even in more danger. And for the understanding and sake of that, a lot of pro-life people, including Abby Johnson said, no, we need to, you know, back away from that. And it reminded me of that story of, uh, of Solomon and the two women fighting over the baby. Does that make sense?
3: Yes. I hear what you're saying. I had not heard that Abby Johnson had can't come out against, um, you know, basically going, I I think I know what you're talking about, which is the uh, fifth circuit case, uh, that, mm-hmm. that would be, a. Uh, to look at the FDA and the question I believe was, did the FDA properly or improperly, did it follow its own rules when it approved mifepristone in the right. very beginning in 2000, which is also known as RU-486. And exactly. pro-life obstet- obstetricians began challenging the FDA way back in, in 2000. You have to mm-hmm. remember, it was the Bill Clinton administration that shoved this through, that yeah. put the, put the screws to the FDA and said, we got to get this thing approved. And actually, it was in combination with the Rockefeller Population Council. Uh. Yes. I, you can't make this stuff up. Yeah, so these, population- and, and again, these
2: these are eugenicists. I mean, yes. this, right. I mean, yes. they're the ones that are, their heads are just absolutely exploding right now because they don't believe that the earth can sustain 3 billion. We're now at 8 billion. We're beyond their imagination right now.
3: And, and we're actually far below what we could sustain. I believe I saw a study and I'm sorry, I, I, just i have it in my head but i don't remember where the source was that the earth can sustain i think around 16 billion people we have the capacity to feed and and help 16 billion people but the right. problem is just we have an unequal distribution of freedom in, yeah. in America and you know around the world but getting back to to you know mifepristone and misopro- mifeprostol which are the two drug combinations mm-hmm. um, the the fda Um, approved the use of this drug, you know, being pushed through by the Bill Clinton administration, the Rockefeller Population Council. And since then, a group of pro-life obstetricians have been challenging that decision saying, hey, FDA, You didn't follow your own rules. You didn't apply the same type of rigorous controls to your approval process as you do for uh, so many other drugs. So they Mm -hmm. brought a a case before the uh, I I believe it was a a district court judge in Mm -hmm. uh, in Texas, based in Texas. And he he made a, a very sweeping injunction. And of course, they immediately approved it, went up to the Fifth Circuit. And I haven't heard the final decision there, but but they've been deliberating it that whether or not the, the issue is and if they're going to appeal it, it'll go to the Supreme Court. Did does the FDA have to follow its own rules? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. or you know, because look, if our government, if if the restrictions that we place on our government, we the people, on the the executive branch, on on the legislative branch, why can't they o- obey their own rules? You you can't just make things up. You have to have authority to do it. That's the, the essence of this case. But I had not heard that 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 some pro-lifers or Abby Johnson, in particular, have said, "Oh well, we we need to back away from this." Well, yeah. it
2: wasn't it wasn't from the standpoint of it was the idea of protecting the woman because you can't right. as you know you can't divide those pills i mean they they work together so well, and here's the
3: scary thing here's the scary thing yes they they are designed to work together however gavin newsom that i'm in california and gavin mm-hmm. newsom is our governor he has already begun stockpiling the second uh pill which is Mifeprostol, because mm-hmm what he's saying and, and a lot of the pro abortion uh, folks are saying is fine you want to you want to make mifepristone harder to get we'll just go to mifeprostol only abortions basically inducing premature labor while the baby is still alive to 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 complete the abortion that that is very very scary but that that i mean that that's ghoulish to think of it because then you're going well, to be- yeah. Women yeah. delivering premature babies at 10 weeks or 12 weeks or whenever they give it to them. I mean, there was one woman out of I think it was the UK 30 weeks along and she had taken the, the chemical abortion pills and delivered a 30 a week baby who was alive and then died. So <sighs> you're going to start seeing that. And our governor, Gavin Newsom, is stockpiling this dangerous drug. So, yeah. yes, abortion is dangerous for women. Absolutely. Guess what? It's 100 percent fatal for the babies. So yes. yes this is a dangerous drug we shouldn't be using it it mm-hmm. it, it it is not it is not and also, let, let's get to the bottom of the, the real issue of this. And this is something that Alan Guttmacher made up in collaboration with his good friend, Margaret Sanger, who founded Planned Parenthood. She right. was a, an avowed eugenicist. She was a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant who wanted to make sure that blacks, browns, and Catholics didn't reproduce. OK, let, let, let's just yeah. bottom line that. And right. Alan Guttmacher was his friend, her friend, and he came up with the theory that, oh, well, abortion is health care because pregnancy can be dangerous to a woman and therefore a Abortion is healthcare. It's a lie. You are, it is never necessary for a woman to have an abortion to save her life. There, You can go to Dr. Anthony Levitino. Live Action has invest in, 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 done an interview with him, and he explains why abortion is never ne- necessary because abortion is simply the killing of the baby in the womb before it's born. That, and, right. and that is never necessary to save the, the woman's life. If, it, if you're really talking about those less than 2% of rape, incest, or uh, the, <laughs> the life of the mother, what you right. do is you deliver the baby prematurely, which honorably allows it a chance at life. Maybe it's 17 weeks or or 20 weeks, or you know, God forbid, it 10 weeks. But at least you uh, you don't kill the baby in the womb. You give it a chance to live. And again, this is less than two percent of mm-hmm. all of the cases that we're talking about. And yet, Planned Parenthood and the abortion cartel promote abortion as healthcare, which is the the lie of the century. It is not.
2: Yeah. And and look at how many people. Families here in America are willing to adopt and stories that abound. In fact, uh, I interviewed uh, a gentleman here for the second time and his his uh, conception was as a result of a rape. His mother opted to carry him uh, to birth. And he is a very successful individual contributing. He's a, an award-winning artist. And there are stories like that that abound that are being squashed by the abortion mill because it doesn't fit the, the narrative. And here is a woman who had the courage to choose life, and she's not carrying her with her in her mind, Susan, the horrific memory uh, and the idea, because I, I, I remind people often when I speak with women who, and even men now, including that have experienced abortion and participated in abortion, they will tell me, Oh, Bill, my, my child would have been seven today or my child would have been, you know, 14 today. I mean, you carry that in your heart, in your very soul until the day you die. And you think, wow, if, if these people are carrying, that kind of memory. What about these young girls now that are experiencing chemical abortions, and they see their baby in a toilet uh, yeah. that has been aborted? That is something you cannot unsee.
3: No, it, it, it's very tragic, and you're absolutely right. The stories of regret and remorse, and 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 the decades long, sometimes decades long, uh, regret that mm-hmm. that come from from women. It's it's anecdotal, but it's and it's not. Available in the mainstream media right. because they don't want you to, to, to think about that. But that, and that is why these pro-life medical clinics and pregnancy centers are so vital today exactly. because they come alongside women who are afraid of who've listened to the, the lies of the abortion industry, and they say, you don't have to kill your baby, and, and we mm. will help you. We will give you anything that you need. And 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 p- parental training classes that come alongside you, even sometimes legal aid, anything that these women need, uh, rent of food anything that they need so that they they are not alone and that's the most important thing and again that's especially what the pregnancy centers do the difference between a pro-life medical clinic and a a resource a pregnancy resource center is Mm -hmm. that the licensing. If you want to be a medical clinic, you have to be licensed in the state to offer certain medical uh, things like a, an ultrasound, a pregnancy test, things like that. And there's, mm-hmm. there's steps you have to go through to make sure that you're properly licensed. Right. Pregnancy centers are, they, they don't offer medical uh, things like, uh, you know, the pregnancy test or ultrasound. They offer counseling, words of wisdom, uh, support, all of those things. A lot of it is uh, spiritual as well. So mm-hmm. th- that's, a, it's a different level. And yes. and yet here we have we have pro-aborts at all levels of government, whether it's federal, state, county, local, and they're trying to silence that message of hope and that message of support and that that the message just on even on their websites they're they're threatening to say well that might be misinformation if you call yourself a comprehensive reproductive um, you know therapy mm. play, if you if you use these words you're not providing abortion and therefore you're not offering comprehensive reproductive health. I mean, what a lie. Exactly. Like Planned Parenthood doesn't offer comprehensive reproductive health either, because all they do is abortion. They don't do prenatal counseling or postnatal anything. They don't do any of that. But no one's ever going after the you know abortion industry for its selective marketing and its misinformation that exactly. abortion is healthcare. Yet what they're doing is they're always targeting these medical clinics and pro- and the pregnancy centers, saying you're guilty of misinformation. We're going to prosecute you. We're going to fine you. They're trying to shut them down and drive them out of business. Not Not to mention, they've got their 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 minions in Jane's Revenge and Ruth. These are terrorist organizations that are targeting these these. I mean, you've seen the images from last year when the Dobbs decision came out, and they Mm -hmm. started throwing paint all over these uh, these different uh, facilities, and they would scrawl on the sidewalk in in red ink. You know, if Mm -hmm. abortion ain't safe, you ain't safe. They're threatening people, the very lives of people who simply want to give services and help and hope to these young women who are finding themselves pregnant and they need another option.
2: Exactly, got to go to break. More from Susan Swift after this, stay with us.
1: Thinking of sharing a hotel room with your dog this summer? Hi, I'm Dr. Lori Teller, president of the American Veterinary Medical Association with some tips. Before you book your stay, check if your dog is allowed and get an understanding about any other restrictions they may have on pets. Think about your dog's personality and health before bringing them. Sometimes boarding might be less stressful for Fido than a road trip and hotel stay. Make sure your dog is healthy and up-to-date on vaccinations. Pack a travel kit for your pooch with food, water, medications, leash, and more. Try to keep to your normal routine as much as possible when it comes to things like meals and walks. Consistency goes a long way. And keep pet etiquette in mind. Keep your dog on a leash in public places and don't leave them alone in the room for a long stretch. If left alone, puzzle feeders or long-lasting treats can help. There's more valuable pet information at avma.org. Home
0: sales are down 31 percent across America, and mortgage rates are on the rise. If your home is not selling, you need to call our experts right now at the Quick Cash Hotline. We have investors ready to pay you cash for your property, regardless of the condition it's in. Most of our closings can happen in about seven days. You don't have to worry about a buyer getting approved. You don't have to worry about showing your home. One simple call right now. Just pick up the phone and call us. I'll give you the number and. Second, We will negotiate with you a price to buy your home. It's that simple. If you're ready to sell your home right now, any home, any condition, and you don't want to put money into it, no problem. We'll buy it from you. Call right now. It's a free call. 800-217-6459. 800-217-6459. 800-217-6459. don't like it you get your money back but you're gonna love it and you're gonna love the price internet for your home for 50 bucks a month that's less than two bucks a day plus no contracts no upfront costs no equipment fees and our 15-day guarantee call now 800-699-0358 800-699-0358 800-699-0358
2: Well, welcome back. Bill Martinez here along with Susan Swift, pro-life attorney with Pro-Life Legal. Uh, And you've been hearing the background and the story and you say, okay, what can we do? Susan, explain to our viewers what they can do
3: to come alongside and stand for life. Sure. I've formed ProLifeLegal.com. ProLifeLegal.com, it's a professional corporation. It is a law firm. It's a nonprofit law firm and it's dedicated to helping these pro-life clinics and these pregnancy centers stay open, keep their doors open in the Mm -hmm. face of these withering attacks from, you know, from from state organizations. Like I said, Los Angeles City's got an uh, an ordinance that's trying to sue these uh, these pro-life clinics into oblivion by saying, well, you've got misinformation. You're misleading (laughs) people. This is fraud. They're trying to weaponize the business uh, code against these legitimate businesses. Well, exactly. look, these most of these places are staffed by volunteers. A lot of them have shoestring budgets. They can't afford a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what do you do? Look, after you're sued, after a clinic is sued, then they've got to desperately go try to find somebody to represent them. But what about at the beginning? Before you get started, when you're forming your corporate uh, articles, when you're starting to when you're applying to the state, when you have to renew your license, when you're do, when you're putting up your, your website and you're advertising, who helps these clinics? No one. As far as I know, there isn't a, a, a nonprofit law firm that's helping these clinics start out in compliance with state laws. I know it doesn't sound very sexy, but this is this is the easy way that the state and the and the, you know, county have to target these places and shut them down before they can even do any good. And that is why it's so important that they have access to lawyers. And so prolifelegal.com is a force multiplier because you you can always donate to one clinic near you and a center near you. That is mm-hmm. very very good. But how do they all get help? Again, in, in exactly. California, I think there are approximately 180 pro life medical centers and clinics and pregnancy centers we outnumber the abortion mills but mm-hmm. all of them need help so yeah. how do you help all of them at the same time that's the business model for prolifelegal.com.
2: Mm-hmm. well susan the thing that's uh Interesting and frustrating all at the same time is that here a pro-life legal or a pro-life entity gets no governmental money, but yet Planned Parenthood and all these other abortion centers somehow manage to get taxpayers' money. How how is that right?
3: Yeah, it baffles me. I think I think the last figure I saw was around six hundred million, like six hundred and fifteen million dollars from the federal government i guess this is you know in spite of the hyde amendment or anything else uh, i guess i guess the the fig leaf is oh well we don't use it to promote abortion we use it to keep our electricity on or whatever i'm not really even sure it's it, it makes me crazy because a planned parenthood international is a billion dollar organization Exactly. Uh, they billions of dollars. They're charging mm. women to to kill their babies and they're get, getting government money on top of that. And these little pro-life clinics and these little pro-life centers, they don't get a, a dime from the from the government, from state or federal nobody yeah. these are and that is why this is a nonprofit. ProLifeLegal.com mm. is a nonprofit designed to serve them because look it, as, as you opened your show well where is the justice department where is mm. the government they're not they are on the side of the pro-abortions they are on the side of the population controllers they want to silence the message of pro-life especially because some of it is based in faith and and they don't want us talking about the fact that we're killing American citizens as you exactly. said over a hundred million Babies, I, mm-hmm. I've seen you know at least over sixty million. That's ten times the number of of Jews yeah. that were incinerated in ovens exactly. in, by, by Hitler. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have to step up and do something. And right. I think these pro life clinics and centers need lawyers to help them.
2: Well, the sixty million is just straight up abortion. The other forty is coming is what they estimate as a result of chemical abortion. So when you combine the two, you're well over 100 million babies that have been murdered in the process. And the thing is, again, consider the model. That's what I keep telling people, Susan. You have to look at how the government, how the bureaucracy is working. Nancy Pelosi very clearly, you know, was very honest in talking about the idea of quid pro quo. Of course, she was using it against Donald Trump. But that's, that's the realm of the coin in the bureaucracy and the government. So what happens is uh, the government gives the pro abortionist money the pro abortionists support democrat candidates and uh, the bu- the wheels on the bus just keep going round and round right
3: <laughs> I, I guess so it, it is really very frustrating but again i remind you there are good there are good democrats for life the, the organization democrats for life they their slogan is a good one which is pro life for the whole life. They're a good organization. So there are people on both sides of this issue, but it is time for all Americans to step up and stop the killing of unborn American citizens. This, this is just wrong. So again, what can you do? How can you help all of the clinics? You can go to prolifelegal.com and you can make a small donation. I mean, you know, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go buy a coffee at Starbucks, you're gonna be supporting mm. abortion there. How about you go to prolifelegal.com and give us a little bit of help so that we can help these prolife medical clinics and pregnancy centers keep their doors open. They are the boots yeah. on the ground. They they minister to these women, they make a difference. And we we know that thousands upon thousands of babies have been saved by their ministry by their everyday work in the field for Mm -hmm. women who are facing crisis pregnancies but they can't afford lawyers they need yeah. and when they're forming their organizations at the very beginning they can make mistakes that that leave them open to attack by a vicious government that is only interested in supporting the pro abortion uh you know their 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 minions their handlers mm-hmm. their donors if if that's the case that's what they're doing they they are they have marching orders from the abortion cartel to shut down the alternative which are exactly. medical clinics and pro life mm-hmm. pregnancy centers
2: sad to think that our babies have become, you know, ATMs. It's just about money. Uh, You know, forget about life and all that that uh, involves. Uh, It's just about, you know, funding their diabolical Mm -hmm. desires and aims. Uh, You know, speaking of Abby, Abby, you know, as a you know, she worked, as you know, her story is infamous. Uh, she worked for a clinic. And when she finally reconciled that it was about the money, it wasn't about health care for women, she bought into that faux narrative as a college student and thought, OK, I'm helping, you know, the sisters, the sisters, uh, you know, the ya-ya sisterhood here, you know, yeah. and my fellow sisters and went in with that uh, that perspective until she saw an actual abortion, and it gave her a serious wake-up call, and along with her, since uh, many other uh, clinic workers who have participated in these abortion clinics have seen the truth, and it has set them free. We've got about four minutes left here, Susan, and I want to give you an opportunity a- and for our audience to hear some, hear some stories, because you have stories that could occupy us for days of you know the reality of women who chose life.
3: Yes, the, I think the most important takeaway is is the, to to illustrate the difference between the abortion mills and these pro life medical clinics and what they do. The pro-life medical clinics, they are licensed to give pregnancy tests, to give pregnancy verification so that Mm -hmm. women can very quickly get on, you know, the welfare they need or any state support because it takes weeks, otherwise many long time. So they make sure that the women get the the facilities they need. But more importantly than that, they change minds by showing them their baby in an ultrasound on an ultrasound Mm -hmm. machine, because and I think the statistic is over 85 percent of women who see their baby on that, on that, you know, that screen, yeah. the ultrasound machine, they see it and they say, Oh, it's not a clump of cells. It's a baby. I can see the heartbeat. Yeah. I can see the little outline of the nose. I can see that's a baby. I can't yeah. kill my baby. that right. that is And that is a powerful a, a truth because you're showing them a picture and the abortion mills will never do that. They will never turn the screen around and show the woman her ultrasound. Oh, they don't want,
2: they don't life. want them to see it. Not they don't want all.
3: them to see the truth. Yeah. They're hiding the truth. What they do is they perpetrate the lie that abortion is healthcare. It is not. And what they do is they 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 keep the truth from these women and they convince them that they should just go ahead and go through it. There's a very powerful testify t- testimony of a girl who had gone through three different abortions and and she was young, I was starting uh, in, you know, 15, yeah. 16. And her third time she went in there and she was crying. She's up on the table. And and I mean, I've I, I know her, I know her personally, I won't use her name, but um, she was crying and she told the nurse she said and the nurse said you don't want to do this honey do you and she said no i don't and the nurse put her hand on the girl's shoulder and said it's okay it'll be over real soon they didn't listen to her they didn't they didn't respect her choice at the moment to say no i don't want to do this i want to go home they gave her the abortion anyway so they lied. I mean, th- this is the, because it's, again, as you said, it's about the money. And I believe it's about the agenda that Margaret Sanger and Alan Guttmacher had, which is we need to control certain populations, certain ethnic populations. We already know from a lot of the laws that they're passing out here in California that they're sending abortion access, the, the, the money at, for you know increased abortion access. This is uh, SB 1275, uh, if you need to look it up. That's a bill that's passed. Um, they're sending money into these... Uh, basically minority centers mm-hmm. because it, there's a disparate racial impact of what they're doing because the the, the rates of uh, black and brown women choosing abortion are much higher than whites and yet here we have like sb 12, 1275 they're targeting these these clinics in minority areas which is exactly what margaret sanger was exactly. all about
2: by design No doubt about it. Well, Susan Swift, I cannot thank you enough. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, Again, as we always caution our audience, you have to own your own knowledge hopefully the conversation that we've had today, the information that Susan has imparted to us, motivates you to look into it deeper so that it becomes, so that you own the knowledge, that it's not just, you're spouting off a a bumper sticker slogan or slogans from people that want to continue this false narrative of misinformation. We have too much information, too much knowledge there, and there's no excuse. And so, you know, please, Be motivated to check it out for yourself. Susan, where can people go for more information?
3: They can go to the website, ProLifeLegal.com. Or you can do .org. It all points to the same place, ProLifeLegal.com.
2: Susan Swift, thank you so much for being with us today. And look forward to having you back as we continue this offer, uh, this information uh, in pursuit of the truth, no matter where it leads. For more information and for you to be a part of this Martinez, uh, mighty Martinez movement to return to God and to save our country, check it out, BillMartinezShow.com. May God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you. Go and be blessed beyond your imagination. Thanks for being with us.